0: Hey, Dead and Gone fans, this is Jake Brennan here. While you're enjoying these stories that all stem from the world of the Grateful Dead, I want to take time to introduce you to some of the stories that are coming your way in the new season of my other show that I host called Badlands. Badlands is a drama-packed anthology. It blends true crime with transgressive stories from the worlds of celebrities, sports, and beyond. Badlands Season 3, Hollywoodland. We'll serve up more jaw-dropping tales from Tinseltown with episodes on Robert Downey Jr., Brittany Murphy, Heath Ledger, The Black Dahlia, and more. Here's a clip from an upcoming episode on Jack Nicholson. Check it out. The assistant behind the desk immediately recognized Angelica Houston when she stormed into Jack Nicholson's bungalow on the Paramount lot. The assistant asked Angelica to hang tight. She'd alert Jack that Angelica was there. Wouldn't be necessary. Angelica didn't stop. She kept walking, right past the front desk and towards Jack's office. She wanted the element of surprise on her side, and she had it. She caught Jack coming out of the bathroom, still working on a zipper. Angelica wasted no time. Jack had barely thrown his hands up when she threw the first punch. She connected, direct hit to the head. Jack tried to bob and weave like a prize fighter, but the over-under favored Angelica, a fist to the face, another to his ear. Jack wrapped his arms around his head, so Angelica aimed lower. Any exposed part of Jack's body was fair game. Her fist found his chest, his back, his shoulders. Her face was beat red. Tears ran down it. Jesus, Jack thought. The suit, watch the damn suit. It was 1989. It seemed that once again, Jack Nicholson was unbeatable. Angelica Houston thought otherwise. She didn't get the satisfaction of having the entire Paramount lot witness it, but she did get the satisfaction of knowing that the beatdown was more than justified. She had found love notes from strange women in the past, not to mention the time when he and Angelica went to see Carol King play in Central Park and Joni Mitchell decided to sit on the ground between Jack's legs throughout the whole show. Jack had brushed both instances off. It was meant for someone else and we're old friends. But his infidelities had been escalating as of late, or at least Angelica's awareness of his infidelities. As she could only imagine the way Jack looked at Cher, Susan Sarandon and Michelle Pfeiffer on the set of The Witches of Eastwick. They were three bombshells and he held the match to light the fuse. The night before Angelica went ballistic on him, Jack revealed to her that he had had an affair with another woman, which honestly was not entirely shocking. What was shocking was that Jack had also revealed that the other woman was pregnant, and Jack was the father. Incredibly, that's not the only thing that sent Angelica Houston to Jack's bungalow in a full-blown rage. In addition to Jack's confession, was a recent interview that Playboy model Karen Mayo Chandler had given. Karen said that Jack was, quote, a non-stop sex machine. To Angelica, it was humiliation squared. What did she expect? He fathered six children by five different women. His one and only marriage ended in 1968. His entire angle when playing Randall McMurphy in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest was that his character was trying to seduce and sleep with Nurse Ratched. That's literally how he approached that role. He even admitted to getting turned on by the Mona Lisa. Jack's sexually charged reputation may have been the reason why in 1996, when Jack was 63, a prostitute sued him for assault. She claimed that Jack hired her and another woman to come to his house in little black dresses, that he refused to pay their agreed upon rate of $1,000 each. Despite that, Jack settled out of court with his accuser for a total of $92,000. But back in 1989, there were no cops called to interfere with Angelica Houston's assault on Jack Nicholson, and that was 100% justified SmackDown. And it also gave Jack pause when he licked his wounds. Perhaps he wasn't the invincible A-lister he saw himself as. Perhaps as Jack had feared that one time when he watched Ferris Bueller's day off in a theater surrounded by a cackling audience, his version of a movie star was on the verge of extinction. Perhaps this Chinatown sequel was a giant turd of a picture like they all had suspected from day one. But one thing was for sure. Jack's failure to be faithful and follow the simple rules in a monogamous human relationship led to one thing, emotional annihilation. And those were Jack's own words. I was annihilated emotionally by the separation from Angelica, he said, referring to their split following Angelica's display of anger. He gave her a pearl and diamond bracelet that Frank Sinatra had once given to Ava Gardner for Christmas that year, but the damage was already done. And since breaking the rules and breaking hearts was no longer working out for him, it was only a matter of time before Jack would find something else to break. And this time, Jack Nicholson would be the one assaulting somebody else. All right, I hope you enjoyed that clip from Badlands Season 3, Hollywood Land. To hear the entire episode, along with episodes on Robert Downey Jr., Brittany Murphy, Heath Ledger, and The Black Dahlia, follow Badlands on Amazon Music or wherever you listen to podcasts.